man, I have done some stupid shit in my life before, guys. Haven't you? <laughs> I mean, like, nah, I ain't never did that stupid. Yeah, yeah, I promise you I've done some stupid shit in my life, man. Like, I done, you know, ran away from home, <laughs> ran up the You block, ran away from home? Ran away from home for about, like, two seconds. <laughs> nigga did not run away I, 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 <laughs> Hey, hey, I cheated on my girl back in the day. I, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I done, right. did, a, I done did a lot of... I done did a lot of stupid shit back in my day, man. But I'm a new man right now, and I'm feeling good on this beautiful Wednesday. Uh, it's your boy, Toot, in the building. Here's your girl, Sierra Danielle. And it's your boy, Famous Phillips. And look, I got two holier-than-thou co-hosts on the show today because they ain't Relax. never did, they ain't never did <laughs> no stupid shit in their life. But I'm here oh, to I've done you, some stupid shit, but I don't to, know why we opened up the podcast like I'm that. I'm literally telling you here today, I have done some stupid shit in my life, but I'm a new man today, and I'm embracing it, baby. Um, how y'all feeling, man? Oh, I'm tired. Tired. Good. Good. Feel good. Feeling Excited. good. Uh, Sierra, how was your past weekend? Feeling good. It was glowing. Good. You know what I I'm um I spent a lot of time with my dad. Um, we okay. rode around in his Corvette with the top down, listening to old school R and B. I see you flexing on the ground with that. That was a cute little Father's you know, Day flex. I had to. I had to really talk him. I had to really talk to him to let him drive. Let me let them drive the. Uh, oh, word. The car. He's never let anybody drive it. Pops was not letting you drive the fancy two hundred million dollar whip he had in the driveway. He did. He let me, but I had to. Yeah. Me and my sister had to really, yeah. you know. You had to convince him on that one. Dang! Yeah. Shout out to Pops, man. Happy Father's Day, Calvin. Do you do anything for your father for Father's Day? So I wasn't. I had to actually work. Like, so you know, I usually don't work Sundays. Yeah. But with with the new COVID stuff, I'm working like five days on, four days off, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so unfortunately, Sunday was that day, so I wasn't able to. Um, get off but i did send him something in the mail so he should be okay. getting that this weekend and then uh called him just checked on him and everything but he was having a good father's day i think uh for him he was just chilling like yeah, just, yeah. you know relaxing yeah so. none too major shout out to all the pops out there i definitely got sure. a chance to see my pops man um i got him a book you know what i'm saying shout out to shout out to that what kind uh, of book did you get him nick oh yeah it was one of the last it's the mamba mentality is a book before like the last oh, book kobe, that's lit. yeah the last book that kobe made uh before he passed away man so it was dope. Oh, really dang. nice hardback it was dope got on the grill pop all pops had to do was just chill out sit down didn't have to do nothing your boy was on the big time grill you know what i'm saying so it felt good sunday was a good day man i, th- I think i had an overall good weekend um sure. i don't really understand you know there's there's a few things that kind of happened in, in pop culture this week i know we talked about a little bit beforehand ja rule did y'all get a chance to see the little backlash that he had with that mm-hmm. so this the man- only thing that i've had the only thing that i remember about ja rule is that festival he tried to you said the festival was the, it the fry fire festival was it fry or fryer i think it was fire i, don't I know. thought it was, it was fire too yeah, it, was fu- it was fucked up <laughs> that's all i know <laughs> that's all i know but um ja rule i guess he put out some type of like promo for this restaurant out in California and he was kind of like spoofing it and he was doing all types of crazy stuff man so I don't know I don't know what I got going on but um did you guys get a chance to see the Swiss Beats Alicia uh not Swiss Beats Alicia Keys Alicia Keys John Legend versus Battle did y'all see any of that no <laughs> now nah, y'all see that that was pretty dope it was the first time that they took it off IG live and put it on Apple Music for you to stream in HD so that was like hella dope so you could probably go watch the playback on YouTube that shit was hella dope they just um, monetized Tory Lane's idea Tory Lane's is going he must be getting a check right now bro all I know is is that I believe in the model that Swiss says is that you build up an entity like Beats did right and Beats made one acquisition 
and they sold to Apple for almost a billion dollars. And they have never had to make an acquisition since. And I think that's what Swiss wants to do with this whole versus thing. Don't jump too quick on something. You know what I'm saying? We got something hot right now, but let's not let's not just jump to the first person that gives us the bag. Because when we we when we make when we make the decision, we want to stay in that. So uh, right. salute to Swiss, but he did get himself with some fire uh, talking shit about Drake. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I won't sit on that for too long. I won't sit on that for a while. Uh, let's go ahead and gas up the whips here. Then yeah, who you want to? So I'm going to gas up my guest on my segment of C-Sessions that I do every mm. week on IG Live. Let's clap it up one time for her real quick, guys. Let's clap sunny, <laughs> sunny Let's clap in the city. Um, you really excited, Nick? You, 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 hey. got, you, want, you got something to say? Hey, sometimes you just got to wet your whistle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm wet your whistle. Wet your whistle. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you just got to wet your whistle. You know what I'm talking about? You know? Did you but, know that today is National Suck Dick Day? It, You're lying. Yeah, that is not a day. <laughs> is, it is. I'm going to send it to y'all. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's not. Anyways, but, I'm but, guessing up sunny in the city. <laughs> I hope Calvin enjoys that. Fuck all that. I hope Calvin enjoys that day. I'm guessing up sunny in the city. We had a really dope conversation. She's on our personality out of um, Washington, D.C. Um, she hosts Fox 5 D.C., as well as does on-air work for um, WPGC. So, yeah, it was a really dope conversation. She's a really dope person, and she has a book. When's the next time you're going to D.C.? For my birthday. Oh, for your birthday? Oh, oh, dope. When is that again? July 17th. Oh, okay. You know what? Middle of Corona and all, huh? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you go to a wedding? Oh, and man. didn't you go to Tennessee, Nick? Damn, we pulling out receipts. I don't know. What I don't you're recall. Talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, I'll go back to the past few episodes and I don't, we can get those receipts. Listen, I ain't going nowhere. Don't recall. I, I don't know what you're talking about. So yeah, I have uh I have no idea what you're talking about. So have you been out of the state since since coronavirus hit, Nick? <laughs> That's neither here nor there. What are we talking about? Calvin, <laughs> have you been out of the state since Corona hit? It's neither here nor there. Actually, I was in Carolina. <laughs> North or the South? Hey, I was in Carolina. Hey, it's, hey, it's an entity. All I know is niggas better be wearing a mask out here, man. I know y'all got the outfit. Yeah, did and, you wear a mask and, in Tennessee? Oh, hold on, and, yes, I did. Uh, I didn't go to Tennessee. I wasn't. I did not go to Tennessee. <laughs> See, like, look what at I'm you. Is, what I'm saying is, I, we, niggas all got iPhones. Niggas all got the emergency app on. So I know y'all got that notification. Wear your damn mask. Your damn mandatory. Mask. Mandatory. Don't let me catch you out in the streets with your mask off. Mask on. All right. Uh, Calvin, man, who you want to guess up? Uh, I want to guess up my homie, my best friend, Erica Sisk. It's her oh, birthday today. Oh, man. Let's clap it up for ha- Mama happy E, Happy birthday, Mama E. Clap it up uh, I know when you hear this, it'll probably be two days later, but right. happy birthday. Happy belated. We're going to do some crack this weekend. Let's get it. Hey, I'm with all the noise, man. I'm with all the lines. I'm just kidding, Sierra. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm with the- Sierra. You should have saw Sierra's face. I'm, hey, listen, I'm with all the smoke. And I mean smokey smoke, smoke. I'm with it all. You gonna smoke some crack? Yeah, we're gonna smoke some crack, man. We're gonna do it all this weekend, man. All in love of Mommy E. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Calvin definitely stole my gas up. 1,000. Oh, 1,000%. <laughs> Talk you know about what? the Mississippi player that, the, the that decommitted. Did oh. y'all hear about that? You know what? I, I I haven't heard about that. I would love to hear so, more about that. So but, basically, he's saying if they don't change the Mississippi flag, he's not committing to Mississippi State. 
So basically, basically, and I feel like that's a really good thing for black athletes to do. The ones that are committing to all of these white schools and making all of these white schools money. Yeah, and yeah. if they're not supporting your morals and actually lifting up this movement, yeah. go to a school that will yeah. be committed. Uh, I'm, re I'm re currently going through the process right now on some working things and I'm digging deep into a particular area. One area I want to touch on that you're speaking about, Sierra, about these black athletes going to these, uh, like, for example, at HBCU. The top recruit of the nation right now is Vicky Williams. He's a junior right now. He'll be a senior next year. Um, Mikey. Mikey, my bad. Um, we all understand the fact and the impact that it would have if he were to go to an HBCU because it would then turn it into a thing. There are so many other factors that play into that about him going. But uh, am I, Mikey, am I saying that right, Calvin? Yeah, Mikey, 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 uh, Mikey, please, please, please consider that. If you ever, if this ever gets into your ear any way, shape or form, please, 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 because a lot can change in a year. You know, he's in the moment now. He's a young kid. He's just talking right now because it's the cool thing to say. But when it really gets down time to it, I really want you to be about that smoke for real, for real. Uh, so that's that. Because uh, he's going to be getting offers from like Duke and the, UNC the, and stuff the, like that. There is not a school that's not giving him an offer. You name the school, he's got the offer. It, you don't even, right. it's, 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 that's not even a conversation. Speaking mm. of which, uh, since you brought that topic up, I guess I'll just go to uh, gassing up Bubba Wallace. Uh, not gassing him up in the sense of what happened, but gassing him up in the sense of who he is as a person. If you don't yeah. know who Bubba Wallace is, he is the black, only black NASCAR driver that's in the current series right now and if you live under a rock you know that they found a noose in his garage which they later came out and said had been there since 2019 according to the footage and fbi investigation i call bullshit but bubba had a hell of a display uh at the NASCAR. he did he, he didn't notice it from 2019 though that's what i'm saying like that doesn't even make sense for them to say that it was been there for that uh, that long exactly they think we're stupid and it's the and yet it, it was in his stall the only black like it wasn't in anybody else's garage it was in bubba's garage you see what i'm saying um but that's neither here nor there salute to uh bubba wallace man we here for you we stand with you hopefully they get the racism the fuck up out of nascar because it's all up in that thing uh, for real. Oh, for absolutely. Real. So, uh, we do that every week here on the Push Start Podcast. Uh, Sierra Danielle, ladies first. You ready, Cal? I'm ready. Okay. Ooh, ladies first. Ladies yeah. First. Yeah. See, that was good, right? Nah, no. You still, you still off my blood, but it's all good. It's all good. Um. So, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Sierra Danielle. And this week, you know, we're all getting getting older. Nick, how old are you? Uh, I turned 26. I, I'm 26. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm you're 20, not. No, I'm 27. My bad, my bad. I just, my bad, I'm 27. My bad. I turned 26 in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Calvin, how old are you? 27. Turned 28 in December. Right. So I'm the, I'm the baby of the show. Yeah. And um, what I really want to talk about is our prime. Like, we always... We hear talking about, you know, your prime, like when you're talking about athletes. We, I've heard older people, when they tell stories about, you know, back when they were young, there's, I was in my prime. Da, 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 da. So my question, we're going to talk about the different primes that people always talk about. But my original question, at what age do you feel like you hit your prime? Like you're at your peak. And like, what is that? What does that mean? I'm going to let, uh, go ahead, Nick. 
because I really want to hear. No, 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 no. Don't come to me first. No, no. I want no, no. I want the elder statesman to go in the room right now. I want the elder to, statesman. Oh my god. I want, I want the elder statesman to go in the room and tackle this one real quick. So I'm gonna say, of course, there are different problems in your life, right? My physical fitness prime was high school by far. Like from ninth grade to, to my senior year in college. I don't think we really realized that it was going to be like that, like that our physical fitness peak would be that early on in life. I think that I could still get somewhat to a, a, a peak physically. But I think that when I think about some of my athletic ability, it was pretty much, it was pretty much like in high school, right? Mm-hmm. But when, when we talk about, I think the older you get, you start to determine other, phys, or other primes which is mental primes or success primes, I guess. Uh, like you can be in the prime of your successfulness in life. Um, and I think for me, that might be around my 30s. I think right now I'm still trying to figure a lot of things out and I'm still trying to um, work things out of what I want to do in my future. But I really feel like my prime might be once I'm married, once we maybe have a child or two and I'm in my career and I'm really like, on top of my shit because I feel like right now I'm still I'm still learning about myself and my relationship right so I I can't really consider right now this being my prime um of life in general um I think there's some good things that are really going well right now but I also think that I have a excuse me I have a lot more good years to come and I think my prime might be around 30 to 35 to be honest I've heard a lot of people in their 30s say that the 20s are just messy. Like, they're, your 20s are for you to figure out who you are, make mistakes, and, you know, kind of just know, get to know yourself. So I feel like nobody really hits their prime in their 20s. Everything, every per- person I've seen. It's, a, it's perspective. It, it really is. It's perspective. Because I'll tell you right now, some of, some of people's best years in life are behind them. At 25. No, yo, for real. No, dead No, listen. Listen to what I'm trying to tell you now. I'm, I'm being real here. Basically, you're telling that, them your no, life ain't getting no better than no, this. No, no, I'm trying to tell niggas. I'm trying to tell niggas. I got to knock on wood on this one. Hear me out. How many people do you know still reminiscing about the best days of high school? Of high school. You've got one or two people that still reminisce about the best days of high school. Yes or no? Yeah. Yes, right? Especially athletes. Okay, okay, fair. Now, let's take it a step further. Let's say they graduated. Let's say they went to college. We're four, five years, six years, seven years removed from college. How many people's best years were college? I know a couple. You know a couple, right? And we and we six, seven, eight years out, right? So hear me Wait, out. who is six, seven, eight years out of college? Well, I mean, hypothetically speaking. Technically, okay, okay. For me, I'm five. Five. Okay, whatever that number is for all Damn, of us. Damn, Cal. Yo, whatever, whatever, whatever that number is, right? What I'm trying to tell, cats, is it is very uh, subjective to what your prime is. Because to those of us that believe that we are going to continuously progress and get better, kudos to us. Because we see each other putting in the work. We see all of us still. We're not, I guess, quote unquote, satisfied with the time right now. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're not satisfied with where we at. We're not satisfied with uh, what we've obtained up until this point. So to answer your question directly, Sierra, 
have I reached my prime? I'm still a kid. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still. You still, still a kid. I, I'm still, still a kid. kid. Hey, said, hey, look, I, I feel like I just came out the womb yesterday, but I could talk. I didn't. I could do a couple things. I could drive a little bit. You know, I just got a little experience behind me, and I just turned 27. So, what I believe, I think to your points here, and I'm gonna let you go. I, uh, I went through all the necessary kind of like bullshit to kind of get on track. You know, you get diverted here and you make decisions there and you do stupid shit here. And then and then you just get to a point where you stop bumping into the wall. Right. And start crashing into things and stop knocking shit over. And you really kind of hone in and start to settle in into where you went, like where you supposed to go. And then when you get that vision, then, you know, the rest is history. You become great at that moment in time. But don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. It's some 26-year-olds out here that live they prime, nigga. It's, you I'm think talking, so? It's, and you think it's a rap for them? Yo, it's some niggas that will not have better days. Pause. My bad. I keep. I don't want to. I hate speaking bad upon niggas. I really do. But we wow. Just keep it in honest. We just keep it in honest. Two Virgils. <laughs> yeah, keep it in two, two Virgils. So for me, I definitely don't think I've hit my prime. Like, I'm still growing as a woman. I'm still developing emotionally, mentally, and just, hell no. I don't think I've hit my prime at all. And that just makes me so much hope, so hopeful for the future, because I'm, I'm a bad member jammer now. So I can only imagine when I hit my prime, and when I continue to develop and become... Wait, 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 wait. Before you keep going, Sierra, because I want to get the a definition. What is prime? I feel like... I feel like your prime is, well, for me, I feel like your prime is when you get to this understanding and, and acknowledgement of your authentic self and you operate in that. Like, I feel like, I, I don't feel like you're in your prime. If you, I don't feel like you're in your prime if you don't know who you are or if you don't know yourself as an individual. But do you think you ever really fully know yourself? Like, this is, I'm just asking a question. Like, I feel like you do. I feel like... I feel like, of course, we're all learning and we're all, you know, you never stop learning. But getting to know yourself, like deep in yourself and being your authentic self and not what your experience made you be or what other people have made you be. Like when I say that, I mean like being your authentic self, regardless of who's around, regardless of the situation, regardless of who's in your life, who's not in your life. Like being your authentic self, the person who, who God made you to be, like that person. That's not not influenced by past experiences hurts like your true authentic self like i'm gonna be me and i don't care who who doesn't like it who doesn't want to be here like you know like that type of confidence and sureness of yourself like see to that point though that's the thing that i think is goes to my point where i don't think anybody well i think certain people will just never reach that what whatever that prime is like yeah, whatever, I can like, say that. I can I can understand that. Like, like, because you're by definition of what you believe it to be based off of Sierra standards, there are people that are never going to obtain that. Oh, you know absolutely. Like, I like, wholeheartedly and, agree. And so I guess so. So too, you're saying that they won't reach their prom, or their prom was just very quick, like it already. I, to be honest, I think two things can be true in this instance. I think some people, like, for Sierra's point. All right, do you believe that you could fully know yourself at 16, at 16, mm -mm. 17, 18? No. Do, do, do you think that do you, you don't think there's ever been a 16, 17 or 18 no. year old that has ever fully known themselves, right? 
No. Okay, so then that would eliminate them being in their prime based off of, by definition, by definition, yeah. that, that eliminates them. Now, You're not even fully so, developed at 16. Okay, so, so then from 18 to 21, right? Do you think that someone could be in their prime at that particular moment in time? Let's say 18 to 22, let's say college. I do don't feel so? like, I don't I think feel, they could. This, maybe, this, okay, maybe, right, okay, but so that's now, a high okay, maybe. So, okay, because so think about, think about, about but think about all of the 18 to 22 year olds that just didn't really know who they were. Like, I didn't know who I was when I was 18. Like I started really getting off to of reflection off of reflection or did yeah. you know that? Oh, but did you know that in the moment though? No, the hell no. I didn't know that in the moment, but, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, off of, like, but that's why I'm saying. I know that my college years was not my prom, <laughs> but did you believe them to be there at that time though? Hell no! I went through a oh, lot okay. of shit in college. Okay, okay. I'm just, I'm just wondering because again, it goes back to what I said originally. There are some people that still believe that the best days, like bro. But, but I feel like people, based on my definition, I feel like when you reach your prime, you reach your the the, the most understanding of yourself and who you are and being your authentic self. A lot of people think may have thought they hit their prime because they thought they know who they were. So they're still trying to function in their and who they were in that time frame, which is why they can't let the glory days go. Yeah. If that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because 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 prime is about perspective. Right. Prime so they might have thought that damn, I had I was having such a good ass time, da, da, da. And they've let four plus years pass by and they're still focusing on four years that they will never get back. Because back then they felt like they knew who they were, everything was good, da 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 da. da. So those years of their prime, their perspective of their prime. Yeah. But, you know, they could have, to be honest, you might. Now, this is just a question. This is just a thought. Just a thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Do at? you think that you can hit your prime more than once? Ooh, I didn't hit my stride. Got my shit going. Because yes, by yes, my definition. Yes. I think so. By my yeah. definition, yeah. If, let's say, for example, Tune. You focusing on the glory days in high school, right? Yeah. Damn, I was a star football player. I got all the awards. I was all American. I had thanks, all of these thanks, things. Thanks, yeah. I went to college. Thanks. I played D1. Yeah, I played yeah, D1 yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got all these accolades, got all these these offers. Da, da, yep. da, da. I was that now I didn't graduate college and I'm in the real world. Five years done passed and I won't let that go, right? You thought that was your prime. But who's to say you can't get to know yourself as a post-grad grown-ass man and be like, damn, like... I understand myself, and then I've hit, I've unlocked another part of like, oh shit, this is actually a good life. But see, that's the real shit, though. That's that. That's that real shit that I don't think niggas really, really fully embrace. I don't think they, I don't think they embrace that next level because that next level was harder to get to. See, that first level, you got to put in work to get to these levels. So there's, so it's levels to the prime. Is that what we're saying? I, I, but also think that there's different primes to be in. So, for instance, like mm-hmm. you could be in your sexual prom. I was, do y'all think y'all in your sexual from, prom right now? Oh, a nigga is on the decline. <laughs> <laughs> a nigga is on the decline. What? But but listen, but listen, hear me out. But hear me out. But hear me out. I Nick, I you believe, not saying you got the lazy doodle? No, I'm no, no. Out. no, no, no. <laughs> listen, I think what Tune is trying to say is that you like right now. I may not be in my sexual prom like I was maybe in like college or or like maybe years after college, like that prom, right? But I think I can get back to that sexually, you know what I mean? Because 
eventually we're going to want to have kids and things like that. And we're going to have to slow things down when it comes to like, uh, but you know, I also think that the sex I was having in college, when it comes to college sex and like grown person sex, I think they're two totally different things. Hey, I'm not here. Like, hey, listen, wait, like wait. when, like when I got my own spot and I had my crib and you know, that's when I was having sex, like that, it was completely different versus being in a dorm or being in my student apartment. And we, <laughs> but guys, at the end of the day, still, it's about perspective because, because I'm telling you, so, the person, the person that was at the dorm smashing while the, before the homies come in with the exhilaration of you having to pull your pants up and, and, and get the and get the girl out before and all that shit like that, that could have been some exhilarate that that could have been. The but to me, like, prime means when I think about prime, I think about quality. Think about the best, like the quality of sex. That I mean, again, but in comparison, also- because then as you grow up, naturally we what we what's supposed to happen is when you get older, you know more about yourself, you're maturing, you're understanding things. So when you understand somebody and you get to know somebody and y'all know each other's bodies and stuff, it's not like just some college booty call at three in the morning, like come over let's, here, let me let's spread here, them cheeks. Yeah, this is where I think I could kill that argument though. <laughs> A lot of niggas are not with their best sex ever. And I'm gonna just keep. I mean, I'm keep it a buck. A lot of niggas is not with their best sex ever, and that's just keeping it a fact, Jack. If we, if cats being honest, <laughs> if if cats if cats being honest, niggas are not with their best sex ever. So if that's the case, you can't like when you get grown and you're technically supposed to mature and end up being with just one person, right? It, I'm not. Uh, listen, kudos to everybody out there. Are that's you with your best, best sex ever? ever, Nick? Yes, I am. You're not gonna catch me. You're not gonna catch me. <laughs> What you, ta- what you talking about? Hello, you with your best sex ever? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But and, and it's not, is and it's not me even trying to like cap just because I'm with her. But I think that, like you were saying, Sierra, when we were having sex in college and stuff, I might have thought that this was like great. But I think when you have really good sex with somebody and have a really great emotional connection with somebody, that's what makes it even better. That's what puts it over the top, and so. I think that's why I can say without a doubt that I'm having the best sex ever now because I have an emotional connection as well as a very good physical connection with the person I'm with, which I think back in the day, it used to just be very strong physical. physical. So like, yeah, I would be like, oh, damn, this was great. And then I I could move on because it wasn't a, a very strong emotional connection. Mm. Um, You know, when it comes to that, though, I think when it comes to sex, I don't know if there's a, a you know, you know how we talked about you can hit it more than once. <laughs> I think what you, you mean? Like you, you said. Oh, yeah, 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 no, but it might, it might because it's every No, 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 no. You can only hit that motherfucker one time. There is I don't only think one, so. There's only one sexual Okay, so prime. what, so what, what happens if like, for example, I date, I, I'm just using a hypothetical situation. I've dated dudes where the sex was, oh, okay, it was good, but, it, uh, but then I meet another person right. and they introduce me to new things and new. I learn new stuff about myself, stuff I like, stuff I don't like, and they know my body and all that kind of stuff. To me, that's a whole new uh, untouched territory of sexual mm. experiences mm. that I have. Mm-hmm. 
to where I thought I was having good sex and now I genuinely know what good sex is. Mm. See I what mean, I mean? I mean, I feel that. I feel that. I just know, like, for at least, you know, this is what I hear from the older guys at all the statesmen. Now, you okay. know, I try, I'm a younger guy, so I deflect against this at times. I get defensive because I'm a young buck. But, you know, I, I'm in a profession where I sit down in front of people and they ask me, oh, you know, how old are you? Particularly older guy, older men, not in that way. But, you know, they'll be like, oh, you know, you know, how you look like you young, you look like my son. Da, 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 da. Yeah, da, da, da. And they'll be like, you got a girlfriend? I say, yeah, you know, I got a girlfriend. Yeah, how old are you? Oh, I'm, you know, I'm 27. Oh, well, you only got a few more years left for that. He only got a few more years left for that womp 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 at that high level. And I'll just be like, well, dang, like, you know what I'm saying? I'll, but see, that's the, that's the thing. That's, that's off of their perspective. Their you know perspective. what I'm saying? Like, but potentially you could be, you could still be older and slanging that thing. Uh-huh. It's just, right. <laughs> it's just a matter of, you know, what happens at that point in your life? Everybody yeah. has different things that happen on in their Di- lives that might hey, slow them down a little bit. Literally different strokes for different folks. <laughs> literally, very, very true. Very literally. Um, are there any other primes in life that may occur? We've talked about, like, kind of life primes. We've talked about sex primes. Quickly, career primes. Um, do you guys think that there is a plateau for that? Do you guys see the other side of the mountaintop or what do you guys think about business primes? I, feel I like, think mm, I feel like you career, have to, you, career, have, career, you have to, you have to work for that. I feel like you have to really put in work to reach your career prime. And I feel like a lot of people, they get in these jobs and they become complacent with their job. Like, you know, I'm here, I get good money. I make decent money. My bills are paid. I can surge every now and again. But Sierra, we can't we can't say that though. We can't say that's not their prime though. I'm saying like you have to really work for like your career prime. Like when I think of career prime, it's just like, okay, I've reached a point in my career that this was my goal. Like I wanted to be at a really good position where now, I don't want to say have a position of power, but, like, I have a really good position within wherever I'm working. Yeah. And, you know, basically, I'm just in a, I'm in a, f- a field where I can really thrive and I'm reaping the benefits of all of the attributes that I bring to the table, regardless of where I'm at. Do you guys feel, I, I want to toss this to Calvin real quick. Do you think that you've felt like you've had to work towards getting to success uh kind of at the at, at the career level like how, how much work do you ha, do you see yourself or have give advice to somebody that they have to put in to get to that quote-unquote prime of, of of their career um so far as on a career level i definitely feel like i've had to um put in a lot of work to get to that point mm-hmm um, do you think that you're, so you think you're there now? Um, I can't say, I can't say I am. Okay. I think, I, I think I still have a lot of work to do professionally to get to that point. Okay. Cause what I was going to say to Sierra's point was that I feel like in that moment, based off of what Sierra was saying, I feel like that's happening for 
myself currently in a different area. Like I just feel that I could see the fruits of my labor come to fruition a lot sooner than what I had anticipated. But I also see the work. I can't just not, not do the work. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it really, like I'm really starting to experience this corporate thing at a different, like on a different scale. Like I'm really understanding what it means to be corporate now. And I'm appreciative of the fact that I'm getting this information at the time that I'm getting it right now. Um, but I'm just understanding the work and things that I have to get there. So as far as the prime is concerned, I see the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, but that motherfucker is steep as hell. It got curves and it ain't just a straight, you know, arch to that pot of gold. And you, you got to really work to get there. So uh, final thoughts on y'all's primes. I feel like you can hit your prime more than once. And I feel like the more you begin to know yourself, I feel like you can unlock different levels of the prime. Just can't be complacent because it's all you can always get better. Always. Yeah. Calvin, final thoughts on prime. All right. I'm going to say I believe that you can have multiple proms and that when it comes to your prom, it's not just like a it's not something that is just going to happen and never happen again. That you always will have an opportunity to, to have a second prom. Shout out to uh Prime, shout out to Amazon. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to... Uh-oh, somebody playing that Joel's. What? It was it was a video of Method Man. Uh, we do that every week. Let's clap it up for the only lady on the show, man. Sierra Dane. <laughs> clap it up, clap it clap up. Clap it up. Uh, famous, man. Uh, where we at with it? Road Rage. Um, This week on Road Rage, I uh, wanted to talk about a little bit. Um, Might get a little sexual, you know? About uh, okay. some something involving news. Now, oh. yeah. Now the reason why I bring I this see up, I'm I had the only a friend. one that's gonna keep it sane on the podcast this week. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a little raunchy, you know. So this this week, I had a friend, and he was uh, he was talking to me about like potential things when it comes to. Uh, his nudes and people who give him nudes or whatever. And he talked to me about some girl that he used to mess name? with. I'm not going to say his name. No, nah, I, I ain't going to put him out there. Do you want to say her name? No, I, I don't know. I don't know the girl. <laughs> I'm, I don't joking. Know the girl. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but um, basically he was, he was talking to me. He was like, yo, she, uh, she like texted him and was like, Hey, you know, do you mind deleting those nudes that uh, like, I don't know if you still have them, but do you mind deleting them or whatever? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, you know, he, he didn't feel no type of way about it, like about deleting them. But he was wondering and wanted to know from the, the crew, when you stop messing with someone, right, do you have to delete their news? Or at any point in time when you're not with said person, do you have to delete those news? Because he, what he was kind of saying was, he felt that um, he didn't feel the need to delete them, not on no like creepy shit, but why would you send them if you didn't want them? I mean, if you didn't want me to keep them. And so I, I wanted to get your opinion on, on that. Like, what do you guys think about that? I'm going to let the person who sent the uh, most nudes in the... Uh, in the whoa, whoa, <laughs> I'm gonna whoa. I'm going to let the person who sent the most nudes whoa. on the podcast. Uh, whoa. The first, we do not the, know the that to be that. me. 
We do not know that well, to be. I me. Think, well, I think it's either it's either between you or Calvin. It's between you and Calvin. And you know what? And I might lean towards Calvin on this one. Actually, you know what? I might give it. I might give the edge to Cal. So, um, I have sent news before. Right. Um, and I think you should definitely delete them if you're no longer talking to the person. Now, I feel like Nick, where you know he can't find his video. I don't know. I can't say that there have been the guys that I, you know, sent these news to that I dated. Um, I don't know if I trust them enough to say, okay, I, we're not together. We don't talk no more. I'm not going to delete these. I'm afraid that they still got the piece. Um, but I, I feel like you should. Like, why would you continue to see that, see me like that? and all the gifts and all that stuff and we don't talk or you not shit and like i don't fuck with you like that's just dumb dumb because i delete i delete everything every nude every picture thread all of that so there's no point in me keeping that in my phone but i guarantee you but do you expect for do you expect for everybody else to do the same Yes. Why would you keep naked videos or naked pictures or whatever I sent you? Like, why would you keep that in your phone if we're not together? Or, I mean, that's a nice little reminder of you know. Fuck what, what, no, no, you don't need to be beating your meat to me. Wait, wait, wait. wait. And so, first, and so, first off, first off, who said I was beat? Who said I was jacking the Johnson? Okay, nobody said. No, it. I'm saying, but that's, like, but that's, that was one of the concerns from one of the girls who we were talking about right. about it. She was like, what are you doing? Beating your meat to it? Like, why do you right. need them? You know? because, because for some couples, you know, they record themselves doing it and they keep, like, they, they both keep it and all that stuff. So why would you keep those videos wait, if we're not together? Wait, are you talking about, like, act, like, I'm recording the video like a sex tape? Yeah. Oh, and, and keeping those? Wait, but let me ask you, how many of those do you have in your phone, Sierra? I'm not disclosing that. No, 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 not yours specific. Well, I guess it would be. But I mean, I'm saying like from other people, like do you have- Not from other people, no. From other people. No, I deleted them. I deleted them. Deleted. There's no point in me to continue watching videos of us have sex or watch pictures of us or pictures of you or gifts, whatever we've sent each other. There's no point for you to keep it in your phone and me to have it in mine. Because one, we're not having sex no more. So right. why would you want that? Why are you beating your meat to me? Yeah. Watch, go to Pornhub and watch porn. Yeah. Do that. Why would you want to like keep that reminder of me in your phone? Before I continue on this, um, I want to make sure that I put this on front street. Is there a law in place that mm-hmm. is that that isn't there? Some a law about revenge porn or something? Yes. About keeping so, news or something like that. It's not about. I don't think it's keeping it. But say for example a dude I used to fuck with posted something that I sent him or that we recorded. I could sue him for revenge porn. Okay. But, but, but there's no law against me keeping them. No, he would have had to, he would have had to distribute it. Yeah. You can't share them. I I just can't share them. Okay. So in that note, which makes um, it even more creepier because you will never know if they still have it unless they told you, you know, this is a tricky one for me. Um, not because like I'm thinking about whether which side of the fence I'm on, but just because like I don't really know if I would actually care to keep them myself. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Uh, well, for full transparency for the both of us, Sierra's already answered. Does anybody have uh, X's news in their phone right now currently? Nope. I just said the answer again. No. Calvin? Calvin? My fault. I muted my mic. No, I do not. I do not have any. You do not have any. Okay. So, no, I do not. Okay. So, with that said... Did y'all delete them as soon as... Like, the the, the exes that y'all did have, did y'all delete them out your phone as soon as y'all broke up? Nah, it probably wasn't as soon as I broke up. Nah, because I wasn't, because if we broke up, there was definitely a time frame in which I was with b- between then and my next person. You know what I'm saying? Like between, by the time we broke up and be- by the time there was a next person, there was no need for me to uh, delete them immediately. So I only de- deleted them upon the time when I actually felt like my next relationship was becoming serious or whatever. But I wasn't even, but when you really think about it though, I, maybe I'm speaking for myself. I, do you, I, would, I wasn't even using them because I was doing what I was doing with the, whoever I was messing with during the next round, during the next go. So like, what I, like I just don't understand the point of like really keeping them. Like, I mean, I, I mean. So how, what would you have done if your new shorty would have found the videos of your old shorty? Uh, I would have. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. Let's say you recorded. You record. Let's say you and your shorty. Let's say you and your. It depends on when I found it. Let's say you and your shorty, your ex shorty, made a uh-huh. video. Let's. I don't. I don't understand what he said either, Calvin. But no, it depends on when I found the video. If I saw the video while we were together, that's different than if. No, we're I'm saying, what it. if she found a video of you and your ex in your phone? Right. It, it, that also det- that determines when she sees it. Did she see it in the talking stage or did she see it when we're together? Um, let's go both. So let's say she, you, it's not no, a nude, like you and your ex shorty recorded a little, a little snippet while y'all was doing the wompty womp womp and she finds it. How do you react? Because Uh you didn't delete it when you and old girl stopped talking, you kept it in the archive. So your new shorty finds it. What do you do? I have to admit to my wrong, not my wrongdoing. I just have to admit to, to say that was some old slangy dangly. That was some old, that was some old slangy dangly. That, that's what you're going to say? That's exactly what I'm going to say. It's some old slangy dangly and I forgot to delete it because I wasn't really caring too much about it because my whole attention was on you, shorty. My whole attention was about you. Please don't try yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. My, my whole focus, I was focused on making new videos. You over here focusing on the old videos. What are we talking about? Disgusting. <laughs> so, Calvin, did, what? Where are you at on your ex's nudes? Um. So this is my thing. I think that. I think that it can be. A little disrespectful to keep them, but I'm also in the in the. If you're single, there's no reason not to keep them, right? I don't know. I don't. But it sounds creepy to say that. But at the same time, it's like. If somebody sent them to you, then they obviously wanted you to have. It's like it's like if I were to send you a gift, Nick, and be like, you know what, uh, we're not really friends like that no more, so I don't want you to keep the gift no more. So you're okay with your ex keeping your nudes? Hey, what? Yes, you can keep mine. What? Of course, it's a lot to look at, baby. You know what I'm saying? 
You know what I'm Calvin, about? when we blow up and someone leaks Nick's nudes, I'm trying to tell I'm you. I'm going to let him. Uh, yeah, I'm going to let him. I'm going to tell you right now, it's definitely going to Cal. For, Cal's are definitely leaking first before anybody. I'm going to tell you that first. Really? That. Yep. Cal's are going to leak. Yep. I, no I, face, no case. I believe in that. But you got to see you in your chest. Sierra, I've told you this before. <laughs> There's plenty of ways to get around that, okay? Anyway, man, we do that every single week here on the Push Your Top Podcast. Hashtag Road Rage. We are on the final topic of this week. Hashtag Talk About It. Your boy Tune is here. All right, guys, uh, I'm going to break it down just like this. Me and my girl, we are watching or actually finished watching an amazing show via the Apple TV subscription called Defending Jacob. All right. Anybody heard of it? Anybody seen it? Mm, no, no, I think no. I've seen it. It's the guy with Captain, Captain America, America. Right? Yes. Captain America is the lead character. It's a great show. I'm not going to give it away. Long story short, his son is accused of murder, and it's about him trying to defend his son. Without giving too much away, uh, there is a plot within the show where uh, I'm just going to say Captain America for those that understand who Captain America is. He's got a dad in the show, and his dad has done a very heinous thing. I'm going to let you guys go and use your imagination to what that heinous thing could be. But he's in jail and has been in jail for life, and he doesn't know who his father... Fuck y'all. Hold on one second. Hello? What? This number keeps calling me. My bad. Um, so um, use your imagination to figure out what his dad has done. He's done something terrible. He's never... his father left his life when he was six years old, okay? Because of this heinous act that he had done. Hasn't had a relationship with him, has never visited him in jail, has never talked to him, anything like that. So, long story short, while they're going through this traumatic experience with with his son and his wife, uh, it comes out about what his father had done, okay? I'm, I'm trying to say it without saying it, but he never told his wife and his wife felt some type of way that he had not divulged this information about this traumatic experience to his wife. So my question is at what point in time, or not even that one point in time, do you owe your significant other your traumatic experiences? If so, at what point in time do you enlighten them on that? Do you immediately talk about them? If you've experienced trauma within your life, right? Whether that be you name it. That's why I said use your imagination for whatever trauma it is that you want to put on that. How soon, if any, do you owe your significant other that piece of your, your, your story? I feel, like, I feel like you should tell your significant other that uh, like parts of your life that you know, were hard for you because that could help them learn how to love you. And learn like what your triggers are and how to be a better person for like towards you. But do you but owe that to them? Do you owe that to them? I feel like at first you don't. Like I, if you're just dating somebody and you're just like you don't owe anybody nothing that's not really serious. Like I wouldn't tell somebody when we first start dating my whole. I wouldn't give them the Carfax of my life. You know what I mean? I wouldn't tell them all the shit that I've been through. Now, granted, if we start dating and we get, you, I gain your trust, and I can depend on you, and then we get, like, feelings start to show, and we know, okay, we want to take this, you know, further, further, and actually pursue it, like, there are things that I would tell them 
to kind of help them understand me better. Like, I feel like to an extent, yeah, your partner does need to know some things because, like, let's say, for example, you have a traumatic experience and something triggers you and your partner unknowingly triggers you and then yeah. you, you act out or, you know, you may act a certain way towards them. Right. They so, don't know that. Right. And they so don't know what they did. So it's your job to enlighten that person on what that trauma is so that can help better understand who you are as a person. Yeah. Okay. Calvin, where do you lie? How early or do you believe that you owe your significant other their your your trauma? I think that I'm I'm agreeing with Sierra. I think it depends on the time frame. And so the time frame that we're together, the time frame that I would want to position that to her. Um but also it depends on who it is. Like some traumatic experiences you kind of keep to yourself for a while. You know what I'm saying? It's a while before you can actually get to where you feel comfortable telling people those things. Um, so I, I would say, I think, I think they are, old. I'm, I'm not gonna say they're old that, but when I feel comfortable, I do tell them, I, I think it is something that you should tell your significant other. Yeah. So I want to bring it up. I want to say uh, it, it's not really a spoiler. It's just really because they talk about this in the show it, it, and it's very early on in the show and I'm really not spoiling anything. Uh, the, Captain America's dad murdered and raped somebody, right? And so, and who is? And this is the story. It's called. What did you say? It's and called? it's called Defending Jacob. It's called Defending Jacob. And it's he, a great he, show. He raped and murdered someone. So the storyline goes: Captain America's son gets accused of murder. During the investigation, they find out that Captain America's dad has been in prison all these years for a similar crime of rape and murder. So they're trying to investigate to see if his son has this quote unquote murder gene that's been passed down to Captain America's son. Okay. So with all this going on, when the information comes out that Captain America's dad has done these things, his wife was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, you never told me this. You never, you know, let me know this about your dad or whatever. And he was just like, I never thought it was, uh, important for me to tell you like i never had a relationship with my pops like it like i i don't care about him he's not a part of my life i don't give a fuck about him so i did not think it was important for me to explain this to you but she was like well if i would have understood this maybe to sierra's point i could have loved you better knowing that you've had this traumatic experience uh in your life and we've been married for umpteen amount of years uh do you think that the traumatic experience changes from relationship to marriage calvin you are the closest one to that do you think that there is going to be a switch as far as what you enlighten to your fiance now versus when you are actually married? I think at the current moment, I'm, it's all pretty equal. I think once she became my fiance, it was like, that, that's when I, I have yeah. to open up more than I normally would. You know what I'm saying? Did you see that? Did you see or feel that shift? Um, I don't know. I think it was just kind of natural. You know, do you, um, Sierra, do you believe that your significant other has fully opened up their traumatic experiences to you? Do you think they have any? If so, oh, they do. Um, I know that he hasn't like it told me every single detail, but he has opened up a lot about stuff that he's gone through, yeah, you, and vice versa. But you, you have you opened up to him about everything that you've gone through in life? Not everything, but a lot, a good chunk of it, yeah. 
Okay, but there are pieces. Are there big pieces that are missing, or just minor? No, just minor stuff. So he knows the big stuff. How long have you been dating? Eight months. Okay, so you're pretty quick in the divulging the shit that's going on with you. Not quick, no, but certain like some stuff happened, and it's like I had to like. Yeah. I was like surface level. Like this, this something happened. Like stuff that I'm comfortable that I've shared publicly. I was like, okay, this happened. Yeah. You know, but as time went on, it was like I divulged deeper. It was like an onion. Like I pulled a layer back. Like okay, just yeah. this is just a deeper understanding. And so yeah, and it and it kind of just happened naturally. Like it didn't feel forced. Like it just kind of flowed. Yeah. Flowed out. You know. Yeah. Uh, for me personally, I uh, you know, when I really sit back and think about it, I can't really say. It, it, and, and I may need therapy to kind of unpack this a little bit more, but I can't say I've really experienced trauma to the extent where it would be detrimental to my relationship, per se. Like something that my significant other does that would trigger me, I don't necessarily think would go to my trauma, but more so just what my pet peeves are in the relationship. Does that make sense? So it's not necessarily a traumatic experience. It's just more so of a trigger within the relationship. No, I don't believe that my significant other owes me that. But I think it is extremely beneficial to understand so that way I can love you better than, you know, the the best way possible, if that makes sense. So... Shout out to that. That was my topic here on the Push and Start podcast. Hashtag talk about it. Uh, topic. Yeah, man. Uh, we do that every single week on the Push and Start podcast. Sierra Danielle. It is going to be the last weekend of June. We are headed into July. What are you doing this weekend? Um, I think I'm hanging out with my dad, uh, doing some okay. family stuff. Um, my cousin's birthday is today. So I know we're having like a family get together. On Saturday. Okay. Turn up. Yeah. Uh, Doing some birthday shopping because I got to get my outfits and stuff together. Turn up. Famous, your uh, screen is blocked off. Brother, what you doing this weekend? Oh, man. My fault. Uh, <laughs> um, this weekend, I'll be doing a wedding. I'm working a wedding. Okay. Um, that's what I'm doing, Sierra. I'm not going to a wedding. Working a wedding. And then um, that's pretty much it. Oh, uh, hanging out with E for her birthday, Friday. Yeah, man. Uh, shout out to Mama E. The drinks will be flowing. Uh, you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Celebrate. Uh, Sierra, I don't. your birthday is when now? July 17th. Uh, I do want to take this moment and opportunity for everybody that's had a, a birthday who we, you know, we don't really highlight birthdays too much other than ourselves and maybe some of our friends. But to our mm-hmm. listeners out there that have had a birthday in this quarantine phase, we really hope you enjoyed it. Sierra, yours is coming up very quick and approaching. Erica, I really, really hope that you had an amazing, amazing weekend. Uh, I hope, or day, because it's your birthday today. And for everybody that's got birthdays coming up, your boy Toon will just be doing that this weekend and getting ready for I will be taking the trip next week. But uh, that's under the radar, and we'll talk about that another time. (laughs) Hey, man, we love y'all, man. Holla at your boy. Peace. Peace.